Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. Here at No Limits, we are on a mission to make a difference in the lives of others. We want to help people know God, find freedom, and discover purpose. It's a journey, and we're all walking it together. So wherever you're listening from, we pray that you are encouraged and empowered by this week's message. Well, it is Father's Day, so I want to take a moment and recognize our fathers. If you're a dad in the room, go ahead and stand up. All right, all right. You guys are awesome. All right, stay standing. I'm going to have somebody join you. If you are a mom in the room and you play the role of a dad, stand up with them. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Stay standing. We got one more group. If you're celebrate, your dad has moved on, he's went to heaven, and you're celebrating him today, go ahead and stand up. That's awesome. All right, you guys can sit down. Happy Father's Day. What a great day to celebrate the dads in the room. We got a bunch of awesome dads. What a blessing. What a blessing. Well, today we get to hear from Miss Amy Mitchell, our keyboard player. She's been a part of our church for a long time, and the whole time it's been such a tremendous blessing to just walk alongside the whole time. I mean, okay, let me, let me tell a true story here. So I used to be the worship leader here, and she played piano, and our styles may be a little bit different, so there was times where we butted heads a little bit, I'll be honest with y'all, but we worked through it, and we're still friends today. So Amy, come on up here. Um, The Lord asked me to do something before you move into your message, so go ahead and come stand up here with me. The word I got for you is, you've operated in a partial part of your anointing up until this point, but today is the day you step into your full anointing. So let me pray for you. Lord, we release this full anointing in Amy's life, and we are excited for the words you're going to speak through her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, Kate, if you would do me a favor, I forgot. I would like a chair, like one of the free chairs here, just to be just right here. Okay. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, well, I know he did the Father's Day thing, but when I didn't realize it first, and by the way, there is no better place to be than right here, right now. When we cut loose in worship just a minute ago, I was thinking, man, I'm so glad I'm a part of this church. We allow the Holy Spirit free reign, and it really is awesome. So I accepted the invitation to speak today without realizing that it was on Father's Day. So then when that hit, I went, well, it's too late. I already said I don't have... So I was trying to think about um, how to honor the dads. And this is a poem that I ran across a while back, and I realized that it was really for the fathers, and I think you'll get that too. It's called Good Timber, and it's by Douglas Malick. The tree that never had to fight for sun and sky and air and light, but stood out in the open plain and always got its share of rain, never became a forest king, but lived and died a scrubby thing. The man who never had to toil to gain and farm his patch of soil, who never had to win his share of sun and sky and light and air, never became a manly man, but lived and died as he began." Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger wind, the stronger trees. The further sky, the greater length. 
The more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men, good timbers grow. Where thickest lies the forest growth, we find the patriarchs of both. And they hold counsel with the stars, whose broken branches show the scars of many winds and much of, of strife. This is the common law of life. So today we want to encourage the dads. There are not very many good role models out, and you guys have to press on and listen to Jesus, follow him, and lead your home. We honor you, and we celebrate you today. Really, let's give him another hand. Now, with that being said, I would like to say, and by the way, if y'all ever get up here, it's very thirsty work. I don't know what it is. When you get up here, it's like your mouth just goes completely dry. So, I want to let you know that the message today has absolutely nothing to do with Father's or Father's Day. So, don't please remember that. I'm going to scoot this over just a little bit. So, woo, I wasn't even thinking about that. Thank you, Jesus, for watching me when I'm not watching. (laughs) The title of the sermon today is Say Hello to My Little Friend. And I think, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I stole that from Kuhn or somebody who used that title. But if I did, just know that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. So we're just going to keep it. So would you like to say hello to my little friend? Oh, yeah, you will. This is Cindy. I usually don't like to show her to people because I'm a little embarrassed about her. I'm a little ashamed. But she is very nice. And what I like to do is when no one's looking, I like to dance with her. Because sometimes I get frustrated about things going on in my life. And if I hold Cindy, and I wait until nobody's in the house, then I can forget about the world. And I can just dance with her. And I'm in my own world, and I hear the music. And everything else is lost or forgotten. And I actually lose track of time a little bit when I dance with my Cindy. And even though her name is Cindy, I don't spell it C-I-N-D-Y. I spell her name S-I-N-D-Y. And she's a secret. I don't like to show her or talk about her because it's embarrassing, because I feel guilty, and I'm ashamed. But even though I feel those things, and even though Jesus says, you don't need that, I don't know. I just, there's not anything more comforting than to just hold her and dance and keep her a secret because she's my secret Cindy. And because I'm human and we're all human, we have this pesky little thing called human nature that makes us want to think more of the gossipy nature about someone else than ourselves. And so I would imagine that you sitting out here, seeing me and my Cindy, are saying, well, I wonder what she really does at home. 
So I'll tell you, Cindy is my secret. I keep her up in the closet. I don't let anybody just accidentally find her because I'm embarrassed. But Cindy does get around. She might be in your house too. Some, some things that she might be doing in my house are she might, be, she might be with me watching me spend money on things that I don't need and can't afford as a habit because I need a fix. She might be with me when I'm eating something that I shouldn't be eating, not because I'm hungry, but because I need, I'm trying to feel an emotional need. I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> Or I'm lonely, and the food is there, so I eat it. And it's a pattern in my life. It's a stronghold in my life. I have to have Cindy to get through the week. That's the lie that I tell myself. I have to have her. She might be with me in the bathroom after I eat. She might be with me in the bathroom when I'm harming myself in some way. Because even though Jesus is trying to pull me towards freedom, I have to have that release. I have to have that release just to make it. I look in the mirror, I harm myself. Because if I look in the mirror, I don't see the beautiful reflection of God, the beautiful person that he has created. I don't see that. I see something to be ashamed of, something ugly. That might be what Cindy does in my house. She might be with me when I bark at somebody, when I I carry on and am angry and and my temper comes out and I'm harsh and I I don't even know why I'm doing it. I'm I'm so full. I'm so frustrated with this situation. I'm so mad at myself because maybe I, maybe I haven't received God's love for myself. I haven't received his forgiveness. She might be with me when I go to a store to buy some beverages that I drink by myself in private. Do you understand Cindy gets around? And we're talking about a pattern, a stronghold of Cindy in our lives. And I'm here to tell you, God has created us to get past that, to put Cindy down once and for all. We don't need her The answer is simple, and if you're reading these behind me, that must mean you don't give sin a vote in the way you conduct your lives. Don't give it the time of day. Don't even run little errands where you're going to be connected with that old way of life. Throw yourself wholeheartedly in what? Full time. Remember, you've been raised from the dead. We've been talking about it all day. We were created new. We don't have to live that way. Sin can't tell you how to live. After all, you're not living under that old tyranny any longer. You're living in the freedom of God. So even though I feel like I need Cindy, she makes me feel better temporarily. It's always going to come with a price. (laughs) And the thing that I 
don't like about this analogy with Cindy is in reality, Cindy does not stay that size. If I take her out and I dance with Cindy, I can put her back up in the closet, put her away for a little bit. I go to get her out. You guys think she's going to be the same size. She's not. If there's one thing I want you to remember today, if you feed sin, sin's going to grow. If you feed sin, sin's going to grow. And pretty soon you're going to take out that little doll that you think it is, and it's going to be bigger, and it's going to be mouthier. It's going to start telling you what to do, and at some point it's going to overtake you because that's what sin does. It's constantly on an upward path. It's growing. It's getting stronger. It's telling you what to do, and it will overtake you at some point. At some point. And so we, I have something else planned, but we want to get rid of that sin. And let me tell you, anytime I am up here, I am preaching to myself as well as anybody. And those of you listening and watching online, we're talking to you too. There is freedom. There is freedom in Christ. He will, he can and he will give you the strength to overcome anything. And we're talking about long-held struggles, patterns of, of disobedience or rebellion, addictions. It does not matter. If Jesus doesn't care what, this, what type of sin you're struggling with, we don't care. We have no say-so over that. Sin is sin is sin is sin. It's like a snicker bar. It's going to be the same no matter how you slice it. <laughs> we, want it we, don't, we don't care about what it is. Now, you may need some individual help. You may need, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. There are two ways that God seems to heal us and deliver us from things. We either got healed, got delivered, or we're getting healed, getting delivered, because God's answers are yes and amen. So sometimes when you're in the getting camp, it's hard. It's hard in the waiting. You look at the people in the got camp, and you say, well, I must not be as whatever. God's not going to do this for me. No, he's doing that different, because at some point, he's going to use your story and your testimony to help set somebody else free. And we all have this little devil in our mind and, and that tries to say, well, you don't have anything to give. You don't, you don't have anything to show anybody. I'm telling you, you do. That's a lie. You may not know what, you may not who, know who, but you got it. So, and I'm talking to myself again. What I'd like to do, I'm not going to make you do anything funky. Don't panic. But I would like everyone to stand up. And those who are willing... Those who are sincere, the sin that you're thinking about, just like I'm thinking about what mine is, right now, you just give that to God. And I'm going to hold my hand up. You don't have to do this, but I'm just going to hold my hand up and envision that sin. And I'm releasing that to God. So, Lord, I thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for the creativity that you show, that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And if we look at our sin and we say, there is no way I can overcome this. There is no way I can put this down. Let this go. You tell us, I am the way. Jesus Christ is the way. He is the way maker. So right now, 
We just praise you. We thank you. Thank you for the way your Holy Spirit works. Thanks for this whole, um, this whole sermon, this church service today has led up to this point. I just thank you that just because we walked in with something doesn't mean we have to carry it out the building. We are here with a group of believers. We are here with, a, with the body of Christ. We are members one just like another. And Lord, so that sin that I've got a hold of, I don't know how, but I'm just releasing it. And I'm going to let you get into that situation. Because sin is like getting stuck on the train track right out here. You know, we have a, we have a charted path in Christ. And that train is sitting on the track. And we're just asking you, just move it. Move it out of our way in your strength and not ours. And Lord, we open up that room in our house that we don't want you to go in. Oh, I surrender all, I surrender all. And Jesus says, okay, let me in that room. Oh, no, oh, no, God, you can't go in there, not that room. I got that room dead bolted. It's got some police tape over it. We can't go in there. Yes, Lord, we release it all to you. We give it to you. Go in and work in it the way that only you can. We let these sins just go. We just release them. That's all of our part. And Lord, you show us what our next step is, no matter what it is, what we think. Um, there are accountability partners. There are people and plans that you have set in motion. And what you have started, you will complete it. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Now, to all, you can sit down, I'm sorry. Now, any of the kids in here? We got any kids in here? Okay, listen up. Did you know that the church service is for you guys too? Did you know that every part of the church service is for each person? So, are we glad that we got rid of those sins? Yeah, let's whip it up. Come on, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to sing a little song because we're so happy that we got rid of our sins. So, any of the kids, Maximus, you too, if you want. <gasps> what? Did you see the look he gave me? He just, <gasps> I called his name. <gasps> do you want to come up and help me do something? Well, come on. <laughs> Nemo, you want to come up? You can. All right. Oh, come on, Jacob. All right, nope, right here, buddy. Right there. Now, here it is. Anybody else? You can come up. All right, here it is. We're going to sing a song. No matter what the problem is, Jesus is the answer. No matter what the problem is, Jesus is the answer. No matter what the problem is, Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Say it. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Okay, stop. Hang on. Good job. Hi, Luna. Now, I like this song, but it needs a little something. Don't you feel like it needs a little something? It needs a little something jazzier. I think it needs a little Elvis. I like Elvis. Elvis was the king of rock and roll. I wish we had an Elvis in the house. Wouldn't that be cool if we had Elvis? I think that would be really neat. Let's try it again, and we'll see if there's an Elvis in the house. What do you think, Zelma? Yeah? Yeah? All right, here's how this song goes. Now, everybody remember it? Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Okay? So here's how it goes. By the way, you've learned most of the song already. When I tell you it's the simplest song you'll ever learn, I'm not kidding. Here we go. Are you ready, Lee? 
Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. There's Elvis. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. He is mercy. He is kindness. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way. 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 His mercy. He is mercy. He is kindness. There we go. We got it. You guys are good. Should we keep going on the road? All right. Now, I think we should play it officially. You guys stay right here. Somebody watch kids make sure they don't get crazy. <laughs> All right. Now, we got to spruce this up, right? I'm going to put this down so you guys can see me. All right, here we go. Now you got it, right? All right, here's how it really goes. Are you ready? We're going to sing. Now, adults, did you forget the words just that fast? Or do you still have it? Jesus is the... Jesus is the... All right, all right, here we go. You ready, guys? We're going to dance. Elvis, you got to get some dance moves on there, okay? All right. right? Are they the future of the church? Yeah. yeah, they are. Guys, I want you to go ahead and sit down. Can you find your mom and dad? Now, Drake, come here for just a second. I want to make one final point. The reason that Dre is up here doing this today is because he asked me. Remember what Cade said a couple of weeks ago? We don't have it because we don't ask it. When I preached the first time, I had a last-minute idea to use Cole and see if he would come up and do something for me, and he did. And Dre was waiting for me. You remember? Yep. He was waiting for me, and he said, Hey, can I help next time? And by golly, he did. And he is the king of rock and roll. <laughs> you got your thank you? You can say it. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> We love the king of rock and roll, but unfortunately in 1977, he died and he has not come back again. 
<laughs> we serve the risen Christ, the God who died and rose again. Let's whip it up one more time. Woo! Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, come on up. <laughs> you got it, Dre. Thank you. <laughs> Woo! Well, y'all, wasn't Amy a blessing? You're such a blessing, Amy. One of the, you didn't have to move that, but thank you. You're strong, too. She's, you're a blessing. You're strong. <laughs> thank you so much. Uh, we always like to give an invitation at every one of our services. If you don't know Jesus, today is your day to know Jesus. And there's nothing complicated about it. You make the decision in your heart. Jesus, I want to make you Lord of my life. I want you to lead my life. I want you to change my life. I want you to make me new. And so you make that decision in your heart. Even if you're watching online, you can do that right where you are. And so I want you guys to repeat a prayer after me. We're going to invite Jesus into our hearts. So just repeat this after me. Lord, I give you control. Lord, I give you, control. you are Lord of my life. I believe you rose from the dead and you set me free and you made me new in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to walk with you on the journey that's ahead, but we can't do that if we don't know. So we set up an easy way for you to tell us. You just text us and our number is 918-373-9883. If you guys can put that on the screen behind me, that'd be awesome. It's already up there. They're awesome. All right. All right. Well, Carrie. You want to come on up here, man? I always like to tell you guys how we're making a difference. And yesterday we had our car care outreach. And so I wanted Carrie to come up here and tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> okay, I got, I got something this morning when I was getting ready. It's a little mini sermon, so just listen to me for just a second. You know how it talks, we're all one body of Christ and we're all critical and we're all important? I saw that in action yesterday i saw people because because i saw people that knew how to mechanic were mechanicking people that didn't know how were doing what they were supposed to do and 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 the ones that did know how but i needed them to do something else they did it and if one of those people wouldn't have been there yesterday it wouldn't have been near as successful and 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 it's so awesome when you see the men in the church starting to rise up and starting to do things because there's a woman behind that too and the cool thing is, is when that happens, and you've only got four fingers sitting around, guys, that woman, poing, there's the fifth <laughs> finger, man. They showed up yesterday, two of them did, that, that were critical to what we did. And I didn't know that. Now, part two of the sermon, sorry, Cade, part two of the sermon is uh, on, on, on your dreams and visions that God puts in your heart. This has been stern in mind for a long time, but Mark, does Carrie know anything about mechanic? <laughs> Nothing. He's right, because I'm on the phone as soon as something happens. I'm calling Ben. I'm calling Mark. I'm calling somebody. So I, I, I get it. When you have a vision and you're a little scared to take off and run in that vision, but you know what? Whatever you don't know how to do, God will provide. Because... I mean, I've got neighbors across the street that are mechanics now. I've got, I've got friends, good friends that are mechanics now. I've got, I mean, it, 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 he brings that into your life. And all of a sudden this comes up. And when you're obedient and you do that vision that you don't think you can do, guess what? God's going to move in you. And he's going to make it happen. Because our church is called what? 
There's no limit to what God can do in your life. Amen. Amen. All right. Sorry. Anyway, we had 12 guys there yesterday. Could have used more. Excuse me. 12 people there yesterday. We could have used about five more. Um, I've already had two outside the church get on my Facebook posts about the results of the event that don't even go to our church that want to come and help next time. So that, that's pretty cool. Uh, we, we helped eight people that, you know, sometimes society and church forgets, and that's widows, single moms, and seniors. And it was so cool because we could do something that made a practical impact in their life. And, and so we're going to do that again. We're looking at twice a year. And uh, so the next one coming up, if you're in any of those categories, please come see Ben. Ben has been the right hand in this thing. He's the one that brought, I mean, he, he really is. We got the facility from Ben, everything else. Uh, he, made, he made sure it was clicking. So I just want to thank everybody, and I want to encourage you, Men that aren't getting involved, we've got a men's meeting coming up next month. Come jump in with us, man, because I'm telling you, this move of God that God's stirring right now, you know something's happening, you know? It's, it's, it's going to be a big part of men. So come join us. Yeah, part three. <laughs> as, he was, as he was talking, the Lord began to tell me, this is going to be something really big. It's going to be something really big. And this morning when I got up, God said, I want you to give in to that ministry of your church. And I said, what? And I did. I wrote a check this morning for that ministry. And I'm encur- there's other people in here. I'm, cur- I'm encouraging you right now to start to give into that ministry. We are going to start buying cars for people. I see it. We're not going to just fix them. We're going to start buying them. We're not going to start buying used cars. We're going to start buying new cars. I'm calling this in right now. I ain't messing around. God don't mess around, folks. If you're messing around, you're going to be left behind. So we're going to start giving into this. And the more you give, the more you have. And the more you have, the more you give. Awesome. So if you want to give today and you're giving by cash or check, just raise your hand and one of our ushers will bring you an offering envelope. And if you want to give specifically to that ministry, we just call that local outreach. So you can write whatever you want to on your offering envelope. But if you're giving online, there is a local outreach fund on there. So just give to that and we'll make sure it goes to the car care outreach. And by the way, everybody in this room who gives, you were a part of that ministry that happened yesterday because that just came out of our general fund to, to buy all those parts and things like that. And it took all of us to make that happen. Trust me, you did not want me there fixing cars. And so, so I can in the ways that I can. Thank you so much for joining us and a special thanks to those that give in to our ministry. It's because of your generous giving that we're able to lead people to Jesus and make a difference all around the world. If you're ready to give, head to your browser and type nolimits.fyi into the address bar. And if you were encouraged by this podcast, then hit that share button and pass it on so that others can be encouraged as well. Or you can even take a screenshot and share it on your social stories. Thanks again for listening. Now let's go make a difference.